I'd like to welcome those listening in on uh wow i totally screwed that up we're live here on facebook I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land and as always i'd like to welcome my buddy rich rich how are you doing today i'm doing good mike and also welcome to those who listen to uh watch us on youtube on youtube um i'm doing good kind of in uh the countdown to vacation mode I mean, you're uh, on vacation, work, aren't you? I work all week. Now I'm on vacation because I, I not, I'm not going into work tomorrow, even though we don't yeah. leave till Saturday. Got to get things wrapped up around the house, get the lawn mowed. Okay. So, so yeah, Mike, any any Memorial Day plans for you? Uh, we're supposed to go. I'm, I'm, I got a motorcycle ride with some guys from church tomorrow uh, or Saturday morning. Uh, and then... Sunday, we're going out to Buffalo Center, and then I don't. It's Monday. We're doing a. I have a couple chores that I need to get done. So. All right. Well, Mike, let let's go ahead and get this show. Let's go ahead and check this show off, like the, our little to do list for the weekend, Mike. Um. So, Mike, what's the time to do? Um. Tell people what we're do- talking about in the show. Okay. Yeah. I guess we can do that real quick. Um. So. So we're gonna be. Go ahead, Mike. No, you first. All right. So we're going to go racing. Uh, we got to give you the results of the All-Star Race, as well as give you our picks for the Coca-Cola 600 and the Indy 500. And we'll be talking some Cubs baseball. Mike, what else are we going to talk about? Yeah, we're going to touch on playoffs. Uh, And then we're going to talk. We're not, not is he good enough. We're going to talk where, who should be starting Colin Kaepernick this year. All Instead that, of over their projected starter. Over their projected starter. Who should start Colin Kaepernick this year? Uh, we both have some strong opinions on this. Um, we're not getting into the political side of it. We're just getting into talent and what we who we think is a, is better between him and the other starters avail or the other starter on the team. So all that and more, but first. Let's roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, Rich. So, uh, last week... We had, uh, and it's going till Saturday, so I kind of feel bad cutting it off, right? But we're going to cut it off anyway. Uh, how did we do on votes on it? That's the other question. I forgot to look that up. Uh, we did have some comments, yeah. which will lead into what we're going to talk about, what we made our poll for this week. Yeah. We had five votes. Yes. Okay. Let's see who voted for what. Okay. Uh, so, Rich, I converted you, apparently. Yeah, I, it was one of those things I wasn't quite sure what to go with. I didn't feel like Go the Distance was really a racing song, even though they used it as a metaphor. Yeah. Um, so, for me, it was kind of between I Can't Drive 55 and Jerry Was a Race Car Driver, and I went with Jerry Was a Race Car Driver. Drove some kind of fast. Never did win no checkered flags, but he never did come and last. Well, guess what? Jerry, you won the race this week with 60% of the votes. 
Uh, Jerry was a race car driver, won the music poll this week. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's always fun. Um, so we, we got a comment shout-out to give out. Um, my father-in-law, Ron Lehmans, yep. um, gave two suggestions for songs that might have gotten left off the left off the list or that didn't quite make our cut. So we're going to make a, make them into this week's poll. So uh, he mentioned Hot Rod Lincoln and Rapid Roy, the stock car boy. So they're going to go in this week's poll, and I'm going to toss in there Racing in the Street by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, I think, and The Intimidator by the Charlie Daniels Band. Okay. Um, so look for that poll to go live. Are you are you scheduling it for Saturday? I'll schedule it for Saturday. Okay, that'll go live Saturday, uh, May 28th. Look for that to go live. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if we're just talking about driving songs, do we add in Radar Love? Because Hot Rod Lincoln is just about driving, but, you know, whatever. I'll go Radar Love. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Let's do it. Radar Love. Okay. And then do we go with uh do we go with a song by my name by my nickname sake? Sure, what what is it? I mean some people would argue no, it's not. It's not. Never mind. Okay. We'll leave that at that. We're done. Okay. We're not gonna put any more in there. Okay. Uh Rich, do you see what's coming up next? I do, Mike, it's a left turn. And after that? Another left turn, but watch out, because those watch out for those uh, tires getting cut, as that was a big problem at uh, at the Texas Motor Speedway as we're heading into the NASCAR corner. Presented, as always, by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Fifth Avenue in Moline, Illinois, where you can check them out on, on at their eBay location, on their eBay uh, online store. So, Mike, how do guys do in the All-Star race? Rich, they didn't do too well. No, no, no they didn't. Now, um, we're going to give you honors because your pick of Kyle Busch finished in 21st, and my pick of Kyle Larson came in 24th. Yeah, both guys had problems with tires. Yeah. Tires getting cut and damage that happened on the track since they couldn't avoid the wall with uh, Kyle Larson, and he couldn't check up fast. The driver behind him, Ross Chastain, couldn't check up in time or get out of the way of Kyle Busch who was trying to get down on the ape down lower on the apron yeah. to get out of the way. Um I do have a question though, Mike. Yeah, I, I know I don't know if you saw the race or not. I did not. Okay. But they gave Kyle Busch twenty first. But how do you know how exactly NASCAR scores puts people in order that are involved in a race when they have to exit because of because of a wreck because at the time of the wreck chase elliott had already passed kyle bush before ross chastain rear-ended him and caused the wreck of causing ross chastain to go over kyle bush's car so why did kyle bush get 21 and then ross chastain get 22 and then 22 or 23 and then Chase Elliott to get 22 or 23, even though both cars, by the time the car stopped moving, were ahead of Kyle Busch on the racetrack. Okay, so the Ross Chastain thing, uh, that's gonna, he's going to be behind because, you know, he's an idiot. 
Um, I don't know why the I don't I don't know. It's that, an exhibition what, race. What, the only thing that matters is who wins. I know. I, I was just curious though. I, I, I mean, the Elliot have made the pass. The only reason he was involved in the wreck is because of Chastain not being able to check up or get out of the way. Yeah. Of Bush, and it goes. It was Chastain that ran into um, Elliot after he after he went airborne a little bit, and then when he got back on the track on four wheels, kept on going and ran into Elliot. Yeah, I'd have to watch the. I didn't. I I haven't. It's been a crazy week, so I didn't get to watch the right. uh, replay of it. But uh, maybe if I. Um, but uh, Ryan Blaney was your winner, and that also came with some controversy as well as NASCAR, the NASCAR officials threw a very, very late caution right seconds, seconds before Ryan Blaney crossed the finish line. He didn't, he thought the race was over. He put down his window net, and then you're hearing communication over the radio. They threw a caution. They threw a caution. And he's, they didn't throw a black flag, making him pit to get the window net put back up or stopping all the cars on the, on the track so that a crew member could come out to the car and get it, get the window net put up. But he managed to get it up enough that it didn't cause a penalty. Yeah. And he won in overtime, but Denny Hamlin wasn't happy about that as he would have easily benefited and gotten the million dollars if they had if they had forced him to pit or disqualified him. Yeah, through through, an, through a maybe an inspection or a video review. I guess if that's a thing in NASCAR. So they they actually do reviews. Um, that's a regular thing. Uh, they would have it would have been one of those things where, uh, you know, with the way those things work. Uh, they, I mean, it's, it's hard to say, uh, in general, if he would have, it depends on where he was when he, when he dropped it down. He thought he, the race was over. NASCAR sometimes gives some leeway there. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for why they did it and why they didn't. Yeah. I don't think I'm it, glad that NASCAR he, did. Yeah, I'm glad that he won the race. And uh, because, I mean, it was because I think it was like the last car in the field at the of the field that was running was involved, got involved, hit the wall wrong or hit the wall, hit the wall wrong. And they still flew the caution, even though it didn't impact any other cars on the track. And they were you had the green and white checkered flag at that point with Blaney getting ready to cross the line but they threw the caution with very very short amount of time before he just before he cropped up just before he hit the the uh the checkered line so i think i think they avoided a little bit of a pr nightmare if if Blaney had lost the race in overtime but at the same time, it is an exhibition race, so so at least no points were lost. If, whether it was Blaney getting disqualified because of the race net or having to go down pit road, um, so 
No points were gained by either of us since our drivers did terrible and were out, I think, probably probably before even midway through stage number two. And uh, so the Coca-Cola 600, I'm going to go back to the well, and I'm going to go with Kyle Busch again. Yes, he's going to wreck. Um, yeah, he might wreck. But he's done really well on the mile and a half. So he was doing really well before the before he blew a tire at Texas, leading leading a good chunk of that race, winning stage one and looking to run away with it in the before he blew with the tire. And he also had good strong finishes in Kansas and Vegas, which are mile and a half tracks. So I'll go with Candyman. Okay, I might have an answer to why they call they did it. Okay, I do. I, I have okay. a guesstimate for the Kyle Bush thing. Okay. Who are you picking for Coca-Cola or okay. Charlotte? Sorry. Uh, for Charlotte, I am going to pick Kyle. Uh, I'm going to pick Chase Elliott. Chase All Elliott. right. I yeah. like that. I like that pick. Chase Elliott's a, a solid pick. I like him. I like the pick. He would be in my fantasy lineup if I was not trying to save uses so that I have him available for the road courses later on in the year. Okay. So as I watch this, Kyle okay. Busch passed the timing loop. There's timing loops throughout the track. Oh, okay. Kyle Busch passes the timing loop, which is the start finish line. Okay. Gotcha. Then he gets wrecked. That's when the caution comes out. Okay. So it was after he passed the time loop that right. Elliot passed him? Right. So Elliot okay. was the third one that passed the timing loop. Ross Chastain, the, the caution comes out before they get to the next timing loop. And so uh, Bush, they freeze the field as soon as that happens at the previous timing loop. The most okay. recent timing loop that everybody hit. Kyle Busch was in the was the leader of those three. It should be Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, and then uh, Chase Elliott. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. But so not knowing that, seeing that um, at the time that the wreck that Chase Elliott got wrecked, he was in front of Kyle Busch. So why wasn't yeah. why didn't he get the twenty first position? Um, All right, Mike. So thank you for that. Looking into that as well as looking up the rules. Uh, Mike, we got another race we got to give a winner on, uh, the Indianapolis 500, yeah. which will run on, is it a Monday race, or do they race on Sunday afternoon? They race on Sunday. So okay. <clears throat> it used to be uh, there were drivers that would run the, uh, the Indy 500 and then run the Coke 600 in the same day. How many miles is that, Rich? Um, eleven hundred miles. Yeah, and that means that now you know why we named it. Why I named it. Uh, yeah. What it was. So on the same day or on the same weekend? Same day. Wow. Same day. And there's a plane ride in, involved. Because you leave you you get on you get on a helicopter that takes you to. The airport, you get on a jet that takes you from Indianapolis to Charlotte. And then you get to, uh, yeah, it, it, 
Yeah. So did those guys start at the like at the back of the field in nope. the Coca Cola because nope. they didn't get a chance to qualify? No, nope. they got they they would bounce back and forth, and they oh. they qualify because Indy qualifying qualifying was last Sunday. Yeah. The qualifying for the race for Sunday's race is normally it was Saturday or it might be even be Friday. Normally it was Saturday. So you do your indie practice and races your 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 qualifying this week. Then you go to Charlotte, do a pra- do a couple practices, run your qualifying, and then after your qualifying got done, you fly back to Indy, spend the night in Indy, get w- good rest, be at the track, do your race, finish the race, jump on a pl- helicopter, then a plane, then get down to Charlotte uh, and in time to run and get into your car. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah, it used to be a big thing. Uh, not done as much anymore. So, Rich, I am picking for the Indy 500. I'm picking Scott Dixon. Who are you picking, Rich? Um, I'm going to go with a, uh, a favorite driver on the show of yours, which I'm surprised you didn't pick him, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, he's not my – I don't like it. I mean, he's a good driver, but – He's not one of my favorites. <laughs> Truly, he's not. Okay. I just like picking him because I thought he was going to have a win, and he never did, and it kind of sucked for him. So it just became a meme at that point. But um, any other racing talk before we keep making left turns and head to the diamond? Well, um, um, Trackhouse Racing was oh, kind yeah, of yeah, in yeah. the news yeah, 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 with yeah. Uh, the announcement of Project 91. Um, they are, I don't know if project 91, they're going to field the, a number 91 Chevy Camaro in Watkins Glen this year with former, um, former F1 driver. I got to look up the name cause I didn't put this into the outline. Um, they're, they are calling it a project 91 initiative and they're going to bring in got the wrong car got the wrong story so i guess it's going to be a totally unprepared for this sorry about that Almost there. Kimi or Kimi Rakkanen. Kimi Raikkonen. Rakkanen. Yeah. Kimi Raikkonen. He, okay. Yeah, an 07 Formula One World Champion. So he'll he'll race at Watkins Glen this year for the team, and then more to come. More races will be announced in 2024 as they said they're not going to field they're not going to be able to put a car in the field in the 23 season and from maybe a a newer fan a newer fan of the sport watching it for me i don't know if adding more cars to the field is the answer on a permanent basis when you're when you constant when you're watching the races you constantly see the same teams and the same drivers finishing in the last 
like five positions every single race for one reason or another it would make sense for me to have a shorter field not more cars in the field are they are they is nascar adding a whole extra car available or is it just a team is adding a car <clears throat> and they're I, hoping I that know. it qualifies I, mean, I don't cuz in general nascar's not going to i don't think nascar's expanding their roster i think it's just a matter of uh i think it's just going to be a matter of nascar letting uh letting them have a car that can qualify in the yep. race yep okay so well, I, I guess that, that makes that sense. would be my guess but i think for me i think there's a lot of races to where there are too many too many cars in the field yeah like you're like you're jj yaley josh balecki bj mcleod todd gilliland every single race they're finishing in the bottom five i mean why why have them as a full-time driver and why why aren't why i guess why don't they have more qualifying to i guess it would make more sense to me to have drivers earn their spot in qualifying and to qualify to make it into the the main event race rather than having like a guaranteed spot in every single race is it the charter system that guarantees that no matter how they do in practice or qualifying their car gets to be in the field um sometimes some of it it all depends uh yeah there are ways that um i mean if you have i think if you have enough points you if you have enough points in the you get a a guaranteed spot in the position in there so um and the way nascar is now uh there are rarely cars they don't generally have enough cars like or they have just enough cars to make the full field so um yeah i don't know i i guess i i don't i don't get why you have to have 40 cars in the field when what i don't know i just i i I don't know i i like i like the concept of the all-star race to where you had to race to get in where they had a smaller field and you had to race to get in the in the race and you have to qualify to get in unless you unless your team has enough points provisional points to get you a provision a provisional spot uh there the way i mean 40 cars is from an outside perspective seems like a lot when i'm when i'm watching i'm used to 43 cars so that's first of all it used to be 43 cars um and part of the nice thing about that especially at these mile and a half tracks if you if you're watching when you get to watch do you notice that after about 15 to 20 laps there are cars all around the track so you always get a chance to see what's going on there's always some sort of excitement going on all the time so yeah i'm i'm all good with it i like it so um and getting more diversity getting more uh outside drivers in i think it's Again, 
Kimi Raikkonen is a great driver, but they're driving a NASCAR car is completely dri- different than driving an Indy car, an F1 car, uh, Le Mans cars, all of them. These things have NASCAR cars are basically drag cars. Let's be honest. They have a thousand horsepower. They have very tiny brakes. They're designed to make left turns. Now, the one that Kimmy's going to be in is going to be a uh, a road course, which mm-hmm. you know helps. There's left and right, but the cars aren't great at cornering in general. When it comes, especially these these tracks, they're getting, they're better, but they're not they're not great. They have itty bitty brakes and super amounts of power. It is a completely different beast than when you're driving an F1 car, and you have a thousand pounds of downforce on your car. It drives differently. So the difference there. You hear a lot of NASCAR fans and you hear a lot of the the commentators say NASCAR has the best drivers in the world. Well, when it comes to stock cars, it's true. Because when you when you get behind the wheel of a stock car and you drive it around a track like that, and then you compare it to driving an F1 car, we've had F1 guys come in and not be able to do anything. Juan Pablo Montoya running at the Indy 500 had won the Indy 500 multiple times. All he was doing in the Indy 500 is going left. He's used to driving left turns, right, Rich? Mm -hmm. You know what he did in NASCAR? Yeah, you don't because he's not, he wasn't good enough for you to know who he is in the NASCAR world. A guy that was used to go making left turns didn't do anything. I, if that doesn't show you, Danica Patrick, you know where she got her start? IndyCar F one. What'd she do in NASCAR? Date Dale Jr. and make a bunch of hubbub. I'm not and and struggled to be in the top twenty. Yeah. NASCAR is a completely different beast. That's why I I want to I hopefully Kimmy does a great job. But it's a completely different beast than anything he's ever done before. So good luck to him. Okay, with that being said, this has been the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois on 5th Avenue. Check them out in person for all your sports memorabilia needs or check them out on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Let's keep making left turns as we head to the diamond to talk about the Cubs a week. Show to show, they went three and three. Rich, you nailed it once again. Um, I thought they could have gotten one more out of the Reds, but they uh, pissed off Joey Votto, and uh, the Reds made him pay. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw that it was going to be an eleven thirty start time. Kind of yeah. looking forward. Hey, I could listen to the game while I work today. Yeah. And then I get back from lunch and I had to go from one location, one warehouse to the other. And I keep hearing my phone like buzzing on me. Bzz, bzz, bzz. 
And I was like, man, what's going on? Who's blowing up my phone? And I look at it and 15 to 3, 15 to 5. And it's like, well, I'm not going to listen to this game. Yeah. Um, 20 to 5 today. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. So, but I'll take three wins. I'll yeah. take three wins with the way this team is going. Yeah. Um, Colin, uh, Christopher Morrell coming up from AAA, doing pretty well. Yeah, doing yeah. decent. And we might get a chance to look at a guy that we acquired in the Chris Bryant trade. Um, his name escapes me. Caleb. Oh, man. Caleb Killian. Yeah, yeah Caleb yeah, yeah. Killian. Okay. He might get a start this week with the rotation kind of being shorthanded in a lot of games against... Good, uh, good clubs. He yeah. could get a he could get a spot start and maybe even stick stick with the Cubs throughout the year. Yep. And I think that's really what this year is about. It's about seeing what you got on the majors and bringing guys up for cups of coffee throughout the year to see yeah. how they if they're ready to be on the roster full time or if they need a little bit more time down on down on the farm in Iowa. And kind of seeing what the what they need to improve on. What does what mechanics do you need this guy to work on? To, to be ready for the majors was is it mechanics is it pressure is it there's a whole realm of things the jump between AAA and the majors and so when they're making this sh- this jump you got to have the get right guys in the right spot and giving guys opportunities on in 2016 how often did how many times did we have guys that we were like okay well we got to bring up this minor leaguer so we're gonna send Javi Baez down. We we didn't. Because you can't afford to do that. So right now, while they suck, we got to make our time and take it and get our guys from the minors up here, let them do their thing. Best part about that, that's going to be the best part about this year. Now, hopefully it doesn't turn into a, okay, well, we know what we can get out of this guy and we can trade him away and our team just sucks for the next 10 years. Hopefully it means that they have some good rebuilding ready to do and they're going to they're going to bring in bring up some guys and uh maybe make a playoff run in the next 2 years. I think it'll probably take longer than 2 years, but it's about getting seeing what you have. Definitely within the next 5 be, years, right? Within 5, yeah. I'll I'll give I'll, I think I would hope that they have things straightened out. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. No problem. Uh, so within five years, within five years, and we get rid of Jason Hayward's contract in two years. So, so there's not to look forward to. Um, so, Mike, who are they playing we, next week? We have the Crosstown Rivals. Uh, we're going into Guaranteed Rate Field. We're going to take a loan out, uh, and uh, I think we're going to. I, I'm not going to commentate on that. Then we have the Brewers in town for three games and the Cardinals in town for two games. And then you're back next Saturday, right? Yes, okay. we will be able to do a show on Saturday. Check. Um, so that's show to show. That Those are the games that are going to happen be from Saturday because they're, they're not playing tomorrow, which is odd for me to see a Major League Baseball team off on Friday. And to Saturday, to uh, the end of the game on Friday. So they have a Thursday-Friday game 
they have a four game set with the Cardinals. So Mike, looking at looking at who they're playing. Yeah. Seven games. I'm I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to my what I originally had on the outline before I started talking with you. I'm gonna go two wins. They're playing rivalry games. You might get Yeah, those rivalry you games. You might get some Yeah, but you might get some wins out of there. But those rivalries are some of the best teams in the in the majors. Like this, well, maybe not the major. I guess the 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 central. But the the White Sox are a great team. Are we going to win either of those games? No, I, I don't think we will. Then we have the Brewers. The Brewers could come down to where how the rotation lines up for both teams. Yeah. Um, they do they have a game Saturday? Ooh, they have two games on Saturday. There's a doubleheader somewhere in there? Yeah, next Saturday, the 4th, is a doubleheader. But that get, that goes into next week. That on Maybe. This Saturday? No, the 4th, not the 28th. They only have okay, one game. so that would go into next week's show to show. Maybe. Unless we go on the, unless we go on the air after it starts. Maybe. We'll have to talk about that. We'll worry about that on Saturday. Okay. We'll have to, we'll so have how to... many wins are you going to give them out of that? And they, and they got the Cardinals for two games. I don't going, think they can win a game. At least from show to show. I don't think they can win a game. I I have no I have no hope this week. So I'm going to say zero. Hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Now, for me, I think it's really hard for me to say zero wins because – any Look game. at the Reds. You did. You thought that they could sweep the Reds, and they, they split that series. Yeah, and I think they should. They, yeah, they yeah. So, um, with all that being said, uh, I still think zero. Any okay. other news in the majors that you need that you want to bring up this Not week? Not that I can think yeah, of. Nothing major happened. Um, <clears throat> we didn't talk about it, I don't think. But uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals have two new pitchers on their team. Okay. We haven't talked about it. I don't think. Albert Pujols pitched. Oh, yeah. So that's Albert one pitcher. And, and Yadi Molina. And Yadi Molina. They, I didn't know they had signed two more pitchers in their uh, in their bullpen, but apparently they did. Yeah, all their, what, 20-plus years for both of them, and that's yeah. the first time they've ever gotten the pitch in a game. Yeah, you can tell it's the last year for both these guys. Is Carpenter going to retire, too? A Carpenter actually just got signed by the New York Yankees. Oh, so he... He, I, he was on a minor league deal with the Rangers. Oh. The Rangers, he didn't get... Um, he didn't make the major league roster out of spring training, and the option year of giving him the choice of well, all right, do I want to stay with the team okay. in AAA or if I, or do I want to um, be released and he took the release option and the Yankees signed him to a major league deal. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Do you think we'll face either of those pitchers this week? No, I don't, I don't think we will. Okay. I, I, don't, I hope not because if we're facing them, either we're down so much that they – feel pity for us or but okay um 
let's head from there to the hardwoods. Uh, we've already told you uh, the Bucks have been eliminated. Uh, that happened before last week. This week we have the Warriors uh, and are still in. They're in the Western Conference Finals. Um, game five is tonight against the Mavs. Um, it's ongoing right now. It's ongoing right now. Uh, the other series, Boston and Miami, it's 3-2 Boston right now. Game six is going to be on Friday. The NBA Finals will Rich, tip off. it is before. not ongoing right now. Oh, do we have a final? We do. Golden State Warriors have advanced to the NBA playoffs. To the NBA Finals. finals All yes. right. And, so, and look for that Boston-Miami uh, game to be just a slug out. They're going to go... They're going seven. I'm. They're going seven. Uh, Golden State's going to get some time to rest. Rich, who do you think's coming out of the uh, the the Celtics or the Heat? Uh, I still like Boston. Yeah, um, I agree. The, but the Heat are the only team that play defense in the league anymore. But uh, we will let you pick who you think's going to win. Uh, when it comes time. We'll do that next week. The NBA Finals will probably have one game on the books before we go on the air. Yeah. So let's make the Stanley Cup Finals our lunch bet this year. Okay, that works. Instead of both. The Leafs have, uh, been, speaking... an, have been eliminated. The Wild have been eliminated. The Avalanche have been eliminated? Avalanche are still in it. Oh, okay. The Avalanche are still in it. They actually advanced. Oh, okay. They, they have won. Um, and the Hurricanes are currently tied with the Rangers. Game five is tonight. Let me verify that on the Hurricanes. Um, I don't remember if they advanced or if their series is still ongoing. The Avalanche Let me check game? that real quick. Yes. You didn't have it in the outline. That's why I was confused. Oh, yeah. I, um, they are currently up three to two on the... That's on the Blues. Yeah. Yes. 3-2 on the Blues. Their next game is going to be on Friday. On Sunday. Game 6 on... Game 6 tomorrow. Game 6 Friday. Yes. Okay. I got lost. That's what happens when you're you're writing up the outline. Yeah. Um, Getting notes in the outline in between. Okay. So that's uh, been our... Commercial break. That's been our preview for that. Let's look at the NFL. So, Rich, this week, uh, Colin Kaepernick got a chance to try out with the Raiders. Um, I don't know if he's tried out yet or if it's been announced that he's going to get a tryout. Yeah, something like that. One of the two. He's 34 years old. 34. Getting up there in age for quarterbacks. But for most quarterbacks, it's if you are a Hall of Fame quarterback, you are right at your prime at 34. 35, 36 is when you start your decline, unless you're you found the fountain of youth somewhere in Florida. All right. So, so, with that discussion, you and I decided we want to pick some teams. We think Colin Kaepernick is better than their starter, and that team should look at him as their starter. Rich. So be- before we do that, would it make sense for the for the Vegas Raiders to sign him. That 
it, 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 you have Derek Carr as your starting quarterback. McDaniels has already come out and said it's Carr's team, but their backups. Do you Jared trust Stidham, But do you Jared trust Stidham. Do you really trust Derek Carr to get through the year without really wanting to be like, okay, I'm done with this guy? I, at some point this year, Derek Carr is coming out, and he is not going to be the uh, the leader of this team. I'm gonna put it out there. He is not going to be the head co- or the starting quarterback of this team by the end of the year. I will say that right now. So yes, I do think Colin Kaepernick could go there and play this year as a starter by the end of the year. Yeah, I, I'd have to disagree with you. I think Derek Carr, Derek Carr established himself as a good leader of that team. It was kind of odd to where I don't think that McDaniel's would have taken the job without yeah without without having confidence that Derek Carr could thrive in his system yeah in his system if he's going to try and bring what if he's going to try and do what no other New England assistant's been able to do and bring the Patriots system to a team that doesn't play in the Boston area and um, see if it can work do you want to have that yeah, I want to have that I, I actually have a theory on that one by the way Um, We'll come back to that after we finish the Colin Kaepernick. We're going to give Colin Kaepernick his due because he deserves it. Um, Okay. So, Rich, we're going to leave uh, the Raiders out of it. Like you said, you think he could be a good backup. I think he he probably starts by the end of the year if he gets a job there. But we we disagree. But I think we both agree it could be a good spot for him. I don't think he wants a a backup position, but we'll see. Um, Let's go to teams that you think would be a good spot for him. Rich, what is your first team? I'm going to name my first team, and I'll let you, just in case we we have the same team in mind. But for me, the first, looking at the depth chart, the first team that comes up as, as a guy that, I don't think deserves to be a starter in the league and that maybe even Kaepernick is maybe better of. And it'd have to be Seattle. Geno Smith, Drew Locke. Yes. That that's close Jacob to my Easton. that's close to my first one. Uh that is actually my second team. That's my first team. I mean the only thing that I can think of with Seattle is that they want to run the ball. So any limitations with arm strength or being able to run an offense, or I guess you wouldn't necessarily have to depend on Talon Kaepernick to throw for 300, 350, 400 yards and three touchdowns. But Kaepernick has always had strength in his arms. Strength has never been his issue. It's been his accuracy. So, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have to. And you don't have to worry about as many uh, interceptions uh, that way. Uh, I am going to go with, and this is this one's, uh, you, I think you're going to disagree, okay. but I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold is not as good of a quarterback as Colin Kaepernick, and you have a rookie behind him, and then... That was a fourth-round pick for a reason. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. And then, uh, yeah, nothing. Okay. So I'm going to say... The Carolina Panthers need to give Colin Kaepernick a call. Rich, all right. 
my, my number two team. Yep. That maybe should have given him a longer look before they signed who they're going to have rolled out as their starting quarterback, Marcus Mariota with the Falcons. Ooh, I like that. Um, that would have been that actually would have been my third team. My second team is is Seattle. My third team would have been Atlanta. But I'm going to skip those two teams because you got those two teams straight off, and I'm going to go Houston. Yeah, I can see Houston. Davis Miles. Kyle Allen? Come on now. And the thing is, with both Houston and Seattle, the team's got nothing to lose by signing him. Not a thing. Put him on a one-year deal, which I'm sure is what he wants. Sign a one-year deal, cheaper, cheap, cheap deal. Let let him either A, either fail, and either let him fail and you get a good draft pick out of it and you get the good publicity for giving him a chance or B he does he does decent reestablishes his value and he gets to sign a larger term contract with somebody else that wants to that that yeah. sees him as a viable bridge quarterback I don't think he was a you know I don't think that his age he's a long term signed to a seven or now, six or seven year deal but you know what need a he could be though I, I think it is a for, the type of quarterback that that's that could be used as a bridge to where you know what there's you got you don't have a high enough draft but you're still good enough to maybe win win and get into the playoffs but you don't necessarily have a good long-term solution at the quarterback I'm, position i'm gonna say if colin kaepernick is a bridge quarterback he's a three mile bridge quarterback and you're looking at me like I'm crazy. He is a long bridge quarterback. Rich, what has he done for the last five years? You know what he hasn't done for the last five years? He hasn't gotten hit. He hasn't gotten hit. Hadn't been beat up. Hasn't put miles on his knees. He's been working out. So... The next is he place, working out, or is he working out as a quarterback? I, I we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. I, the, I, I'm not around him, so I can't say for certain. But I know. But I think he's probably he knows what it takes. Uh, I think he's trying to put in the time. I think he genuinely is trying to be a quarterback. Now, um, the next spot, I think somebody should hardcore look. Miami. Do you trust Why? Tua Tonga Vailoa? Do you trust Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. What's he been doing the last two years? I would I would not. I don't see Miami unless one of those guys gets injured. Rich, what has Tua Tonga Vailoa done the last three years? Not a whole lot. Okay. What? How long are you going to wait to see whether or not you're going to – you're not going to – so he's on his – this is his fourth year, right? Or is this his third year? Third, I think. Okay, this is his third year. You have to make the decision if you're going to pick up that fifth-year option. So you have one, maybe two years of this guy in Tua. Do you really think – that you can 
do you think he's going to bounce back good enough to deserve a spot to be a starter in the NFL? I want to see what he can do nope. with. <laughs> you know who I want to? What I want? Who I want to see do something in Miami? Colin Kaepernick. Rich, what's your third team? Using the prefaces that I'm pretty sure this guy is going to miss some time to suspension, and they're not going to probably want to hang on to Baker Mayfield. I would say Colin Kaepernick should get on the horn with Cleveland either before or after they decide what they're going to do with Baker Mayfield. And especially after they know what they're going to do, what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Cause he's definitely a better quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. hundred percent better than Co- Jacoby Brissett. If you, if you're the Browns and you can pick up Colin Kaepernick at a cheap rate, let's be honest. You make him a decent offer. You don't have to make him a great offer. If he decides to decline it, then you say, "Well, you haven't proved yourself." I here if I'm if I'm if I'm Cleveland, here's what I do. You ready for it, Rich? Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, "Here's the deal. I'm gonna sign you to a one million one million dollar contract, but you are getting bonuses that is gonna that could make that worth fifteen million." If you play well enough, if you prove yourself to our team, we're going to give you $15 million for a total of $16 million. If you're If you are Cleveland, that's what you do. Then that, gives, that frees you up to say, okay, Baker, let's shop you out. Who wants him? He can go to Seattle if that's where he wants to go. He can go anywhere that he wants to go. So that's, if, I'm, if I'm Cleveland, that's the move I play. That's my play. Because you exactly because you could also sell Kaepernick on well, our guy Deshaun Watson, who we just gave a guaranteed contract to, is going to be out eight eight. Let's say it's eight games. Yeah, half the season. If he only or, misses or eight he, games, he, he's missed, lucky on that. But yes, yeah. So well, let's say he misses half the games. Yep. And you you could easily market. All right, you got eight games to prove yourself. Yep. To show that to show that you're still a viable starting quarterback option for teams. Yep. But and, and I would honestly, but you've also got to get him to accept that. All right. Week nine hits, no matter how good we're playing, Deshaun Watson's getting in that lineup. Here's the other thing I do. If I'm, if I'm the team, I make it so that not, I, I don't ex- if, if it's eight weeks, like you do a graduated bonus system. If it's eight weeks, Make his goals attainable to get those. Make them hard to attain, but make them attainable. Make him work out work to get that. If you're gonna, if it's gonna be eight games, whatever the suspension is, however long, if it's an entire season, make it an entire season's worth of to get those bonuses. If it's eight games, make it eight games to get those bonuses. But don't do something like put sixteen, put seventeen games. Make it a 17 game requirement, and then have make it unattainable because you know Deshaun's coming in. You can't do that to him. Give him a real chance to make those bonuses. That's what I do if I'm Cleveland. So I guess with Cleveland, even though it seems like they've kind of whether it's Baker making it to where enough you burn bridges. I don't want to come back here. 
because you went you went behind my back and desired Deshaun Watson and gave him this huge con yeah. huge contract. Do you if you know that Deshaun Watson is going to miss three quarters of the season or half the season, do you try to persuade Baker Mayfield to come back or do you take whatever you can get from him or pay him not to play for your team and give him a chance to sign somewhere else? I think this year what you have to do, it depends on if you can make a deal with, with somebody else. I think it should be Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Uh, I have a fourth team. Do you have a fourth team, Rich? I'll let you name it for. I'll let you go first, just in case we we have the same team. My fourth team. I'm kind of waffling on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Indianapolis Colts. Why is that, Mike? I'm not seeing that one at all. I don't... I personally... Matty Ice has not proven himself to me. If it were me, I would not have signed Matty Ice. They traded for him. They didn't sign him. Okay, I wouldn't have traded for him. Uh, I would have... You think he's on the downhill of his career? I think he is. Nick Foles has been on the downhill of his career since... He won but he a had Super his Bowl? best years playing for Frank Reich. Okay. Well, his best year, not years. There's no years with him. It's best year. Right. So, I don't trust either of those two. I I think Colin actually gives you... Colin gives you something different. And he's probably going to be cheaper than either of those two guys. I, I would have gone He'd with Colin. He'd be cheaper than both of those guys, but... They made those moves. Those, those two move. Those two guys, I think, are, are entrenched in I their th- oh no in no their roster spots. I think that. they are. I think they are. I don't think it, this is one that I don't think is going to happen. I think it would have been a better move than Matty Ice or Nick Foles. I I don't. I think it would have been a better better move. But I knew I figured that one. Um, but I was leaving one team off that uh, that I think. I think you might pick, but we'll see. What's your what's your your one? No, I my, actually my have one more. Is, is the Detroit Lions? Okay, I like that. That's that's with a good the, one. Use going going with the same reasoning that you have for Indy for some reason. Of you might as well try something different because who you got not working. The hard part the, about the Lions, God. though, if you are Colin Kaepernick, do you want to go to the Lions? For me, that comes down to does he does he put his actions where his words are, saying that I'm an NFL starting quarterback. I deserve to be a starter in this league. I'm better than three. I'm better than half the guys in the league. He said these things. I'm better yeah. than half the starting quarterbacks but, in this league. But again, so so go to a team that will give you a starting position. Yeah, but I would say I would say he, yeah. Um, and then my last team, and this is my, this is actually my, what I thought of as my left field team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the actions that they've taken, I don't see Pittsburgh as a good spot. 
Okay. I, 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 you, they drafted the hometown kid and Kenny Pickett. Yeah. But is he going to start? This, I don't know. Again, if you're looking at a one-year deal, if all you're looking to do is a one-year deal, I don't – does Kenny – when does – I mean, do we start talking about when does Kenny Pickett start? I mean, if that's the case, then fine. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think you do. If he I, starts this year, I think at some point you're going to have those conversations, but, I mean – But – Trubisky's not the best option. As of right now, the depth chart has Trubisky as number one. He does. Yes, it does. So if we're talking about who their projected starter is right now, true or false, Colin Kaepernick is better than Mitch Trubisky. Probably. Okay. Probably. That that's why I would say that. Now, that do I think that Kenny that the goal for them is have Trubisky out there for five games, six games, and then hand it over to Kenny Pickett? Probably. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we've hit all of the teams that genu- genuinely should sign him. By the way, that's nine teams. We came up with nine teams, two of which you disagreed with. One I think I kind of convinced you on. But but we at least have five solid teams. We have that... seven. I would say we have seven, seven solid teams. We have, I would say, yeah, no, we had seven because you had four, four that I agreed with. I had three that you agreed with. So that's seven. I think, are you on board with the option of Mitch Trubisky? Because Mitch Trubisky being the starter. Because that'll put us up to eight. Which to me, that's a third of the league, by the way. Or no, that's. Or, or at least that there's arguments that there's at least seven teams, maybe even eight. Yeah. That where where it makes a little bit of sense <clears throat> for Colin Kaepernick. I mean, there's. There, say that I would even I'm say better than that guy. I would I'm better than that. I guy. would even say he could argue that he's better than Zach Wilson. And I would even say he has an argument about about Mac Jones. Now, will the Patriots ever sign him? Never. So that's why neither of us would have picked the Patriots. The Jets, I don't know that either one of us... Neither one of us feels confident in Zach Wilson either way. And I think that's the problem. Um... If you're going that train of thought, is he better than Carson Wentz? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Is he better than Danny Jones? I again, there are plenty of te- Jalen Hurts. We never even talked about. We didn't even talk about this one. Nolans. Is he better than thirty for thirty? Yeah. I think there is a good argument that even New Orleans legitimately were close to 10. We'll say 10. We'll, we'll, we'll say 10 that we could see 
that he, we, we would concede he's better than their starter. Now, again, we're saying their starter. I don't think he's going to be better than Kenny Pickett when Kenny Pick, if Kenny Pickett becomes what he could become and has the looks like he should be by the end of this year. So again, I would take that out in the long scheme. But he's not better than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun's just in a terrible spot. But there are 10 teams that should at least look at him. And we didn't even include the Raiders on that. Okay, Rich, let's finish out the show. We have some quick hits to talk about. The Preakness ran last week. Uh, I went with Epicenter. You went with Secret Oath. By the way, both very good picks. They did. They did fairly well in the race. But the Chicago's Um, favorite voting early and voting often. I mean, just voting early. It's not voting often. But voting early uh, won the Preakness. Epicenter came in second. Secret Oath came in fourth. June 11th is the next race. Uh, We will talk about that in two weeks. That's right. And, Rich, there's no spoiler alert this week. There's not. There's no mass singer. Yeah. No well, word yet on when the next season will start yet either. Okay, Rich. What's the time? Uh, any shout-outs? Um, no, I don't have any shout-outs this week. Um, I don't either. So, uh, yeah. So, Mike, if they're, uh, they're watching us here on Facebook Live or they're uh, listening to us on YouTube, they want to take us out in the car with them. And uh, or listen to multiple episodes back to back to back. What can they? Where can they go to get do that, Mike? Well, anywhere you find your podcast. Now, the last month I've been a little behind. Uh, I am buckling down immediately after the show, getting everything caught up for the last month. Uh, so you can catch us on anywhere where you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, if you are listening to us, but and you want to watch us, but you don't want to have us on, uh, you don't have a Facebook. I don't blame you. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Now, Rich, what's it time to do? Mike, it's time to roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.